As you know, history was made Tuesday when eight Republicans voted with House Democrats to remove Kevin McCarthy from his role as House Speaker, which he served for nine months. Julia Johnson, politics reporter at the Washington Examiner, looks at moments that led to Mr. McCarthy's removal from the role of Speaker. Julia, take us through it. We all saw from the very beginning of um, Kevin McCarthy's tenure as Speaker, it took him a really long time to get there. It was pretty historic. It took him 15 um, ballots in order to get enough votes to become Speaker. Um, There were only a few holdouts, but it was able to, you know, mess up the entire thing because the Republican majority was, and it remains, so slim that even just a couple people can really make the entire machine malfunction. So from the get-go, he just barely had enough votes to make it, and he had to make some extreme concessions um, to even get it. Yeah. Boy, and some of those folks that were against Mr. McCarthy back in January are some of the same ones that on Tuesday voted against him in that motion to vacate. Yeah. Um, Matt Gates was one of the holdouts. Eventually he did vote present in the last um, two ballots. Uh, but he, I mean, he was the driving force behind the motion to vacate uh, rule change, which allowed only one um, representative to be able to force a vote on a motion to vacate, which would remove the speaker if passed. Um, and, you know, he threatened to use it. And that was something that McCarthy brushed off every time. He didn't think whether it was just what he wanted to telegraph to the press or mm-hmm. if he actually didn't think um, Matt Gates would ever use it. Um, we don't know, but he did use it. He's clearly unhappy with uh, Kevin McCarthy. And I mean, it was a concession that McCarthy made, and it really ended up being his own undoing. Yeah, we're speaking with Julia Johnson, politics reporter at the Washington Examiner. Her piece is called McCarthy's Path to Doom, Four Moments That Led to Him Losing His Speakership. Uh, touch a little more on uh, kind of th- this really thin majority and, of course, the, the rebellious conference members. Yeah, I mean, something that he was always going to have to deal with you saw it in the ballots he needed in order to become speaker is such a thin majority and in order to get things done um when you're in the majority you need to be unified especially if your majority is that small it was only a couple of seats that they had over the democrats so we saw throughout the nine months that kevin mccarthy was speaker that time and time again republican priorities were held up because there were groups of people, there was singular representatives here and there who were not happy, and um, they were really holding up whatever McCarthy was trying to do. Um, So he was already having to sort of be at their uh, disposal, uh, doing things for these very few members who um, weren't happy with what he was doing because that that's what happens when you have such a thin majority and then but he also uh had to deal with making uh negotiations with the other side with the president and that's where the problem really comes because there's no middle ground between freedom caucus uh defectors and president biden and that ultimately led to his downfall boy i i mean at least three of those things could happen again right when there's a new speaker in place 
Republicans in the House of Representatives are in a bad position no matter what, um, because those uh, those hardline conservative members are sticking to their guns. It's not just a Kevin McCarthy thing. It's it's just the um, reality of the having such a small majority, and it's kind of almost a cautionary tale in um, midterm campaigning in that you really need the largest majority that you can get. Thanks, Julia. Julia Johnson, politics reporter at The Washington Examiner.